This is Railroad Rudy. For those of you that can't get a Valentine this year, just tell them you were a former Chattanooga heavyweight wrestling champion. Worked for me. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Spreading like fist. Pro Wrestling Talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. We're marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome to Marking Out episode 210. Hope everyone's doing well. Happy Valentine's Day to those who actually celebrate this mandatory Hallmark holiday. I am Dave the Rave, that all the ladies crave, and you can follow me on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore M-O. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Marking Out, and I am alongside the sick man himself, Brandon. You can go follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you feeling today? Uh, still sick, but I'm doing awesome as always. All I, right. I have a quart of warm water, so when my throat dries up, which it will, I'll be mm-hmm. able to take some water and drink it. All right. Well, it's been the best week ever, I think, because I barely got to hear from you. So definitely, uh, actually it was the best week for me. I didn't have to talk to you. (laughs) Um, and also you mentioned it was Valentine's day today. Yes, I did. Nobody go out there and buy fucking flowers for anyone. Flowers are the most pointless thing you could ever get somebody. Well, no, they, they are sweet. My whole thing. They're not sweet. They smell like garbage (laughs) and they're, they don't have any purpose. I think that it's just BS that you should appreciate the person that you're dating or married to or even just a friend with every day of the year. I'm sure why are you people gonna let, do, though. Hold on. But why are you going to let one calendar day determine whether or not you're good to that person in, and you have – it's like pretty much mandatory. Bro, you, have you, to ever, do you ever hear of Mother's Day or Father's Day? Yeah, no. I agree. I, but, and I think those are Hallmark holidays too. But you for, should appreciate appreciate those people on other days. Give them a card when they least expect it. I think that's more uh, no, because then they awesome. cheated. <laughs> but but regardless, <laughs> regardless, which is now two. Uh-huh. Don't get flowers. Get get oranges or apples or a bushel of bananas. Go out somewhere nice. Go like, go grab some chocolates. That's the cliche thing to do. But you get strawberries. Girls will eat strawberries. Chocolate covered strawberries. You don't even have to get chocolate covered cher- strawberries. Berries, cherries berries. Yeah, those are overpriced. Yeah, they are. But seriously, yeah, you what? Like you can't, you can't. You're not gonna go sit around eating rose petals. No. You're gonna make rose infused water. No. They're just gonna sit there. Life sucks, and then they die. I just think that it's complete BS that you have one holiday dict one holiday one holiday dick <laughs> dictate uh, dictate. Like how you are in a relationship. Like if you don't do anything on this day, but you do everything uh, every other that you should be doing every other day, you look bad. And I no, think you don't. Of, no, you I, don't. 
It depends on the on the person. Some people expect things on this day, and I think that's kind of BS to expect anything. You should. Why? What are people expect? I think it's more important to get things when you least expect it. But what do people expect on this day? Well, I think a lot of the girlfriends or wives expect to. Uh, uh, flowers to be taken out to a dinner or something, but I think it's more. It means more to do it on the day before or the week before. <laughs> the day like, before, it's like yeah, it's not Valentine's Day, but let's go out and I'll give you chocolates and candies. Yeah, treat treat them well. I mean, it doesn't. And then I hate the fact that everybody does it and then posts on Facebook to be like, "Hey, this is what this person gave to me or did for me." It's like, okay, good for you. They're supposed to. They're doing what they should be doing. Somebody doesn't have a Valentine. <laughs> No, I don't. But I also don't. I don't want to. I also, want... also, candy hearts, fucking disgusting. Oh hell no! Hell to the no! Hell to the no! You think they're delicious? I love those. They're awful. Just ask you, tomorrow is the best day to buy candy because Obviously. everything's on sale. Um, I mean, second to Halloween. But I well, love actually, those candy hearts. Probably third to Christmas. Yeah, I it's love those. Probably Halloween. Hearts. It's probably Halloween, Christmas, uh, St. Valentine's Day. I have no clue what you're talking about. To buy candy, you probably have the best deals. Halloween, Christmas, and so St. Valentine's your, Day. If you were to have a Valentine, what would you do for them? I would make sure that they make me food. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, what the fuck am I going to do for a Valentine? What what candy, uh, what candy do you prefer on Valentine's Day? I prefer Hershey bars. Every, Hershey bars? Or Hershey Kisses. Uh-huh. That's what I prefer. If you need right. to give a stretch, M&M's. Oh, you know what's good? Um, <laughs> Bliss, Bliss chocolate. Oh, that's women chocolate, dude, isn't it? No, I don't think so. It's just, I mean, you can buy them at like uh, CVS and stuff. Those are pretty good. I like anything that's Dove chocolate. I'm a big Dove chocolate fan. Keep talking. All right. No, um, keep talking about the Dove chocolate, though. Why? Because I want to look that up. Oh, I, I'm a fan of uh, Dove chocolate. I like the milk chocolate aspect of it because it's it has a nice uh, sweetness to it, but it's not overpowering or anything like that. Um, I don't have anything else to say about Dove chocolate. I could. Well, you're, what are you saying, Dove chocolate? Though Dove isn't bliss. No, I I know it's two separate things. I think maybe Dove is the. There's one chocolate out there that's made for women. I don't know made which chocolate is. Yeah, it's not Dove, I don't think, and it's not Bliss. What do you mean it's made for women? Like, there's, like, estrogen shit in it, I think. Not over the... Not in front of the register. Or something like yeah, that. Maybe not Bliss estrogen. Is, her, uh, Bliss is Hershey, Hershey's Bliss. Yeah, but what is it? Is it... What's the... Type in women's chocolate. No, is I'm not going to waste it. All mean, right, let's get on to... What? I'm not wasting my time. Let's what, get wait, on wait, to... Before the we move on, though, I was listening to the radio this morning. And the uh -huh. woman on the radio was talking about Fifty Shades of Grey because okay. I guess that movie came out. Are you gonna see it? No, I. Are you gonna see it? No. There's no I was actually just I was just watching a a YouTube video, a Funny or Die segment, where they had like three porn stars, pretty much saying everything that's bad about the movie and how it's pretty much stupid. How you might as well just spend your money and see the real thing, and then they were bashing the it for. Thing. Yeah, like, like actually watch one of their movies and how it's pretty much BS that it's, um, what is the word? Mis uh, I can't say it. What Mission is it? Missionary position? No. no. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say. Um, Mishigana? 
No, no, no. What is it when something's male dominant? I don't know. Ah, uh, mm, dang it. Like a dominatrix? No, no, no. Chauvinistic? Oh, chauvinistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Misogynist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's misogynistic. Sorry, my my. I've been slammed on my head a bunch of times, so my memory doesn't really come to me too often. Um, yeah, but it's very much so like that, and how it should. I think it would be kind of more entertaining if it was a, the role reversal. If like the if the gray person representing gray was a female executive or something like that, that right. would be cool. What do you mean? Who's gray? Just somebody named Gray? Yeah, it's Fifty Shades of Gray. I think it's well from the commercial. You've seen the trailer. You even said that you like no, the song. I heard. I heard the trailer. Oh, it, it's some woman going in to interview, I guess, a wealthy executive, and the guy is Mr. Gray, and it's like Gray Enterprise or something, and he's the one that has like every like all this uh, bondage stuff and everything like that. Wait, so I don't oh. understand. What is she going in to interview for? That I don't know. Either interviewing for a position or yeah, she is. <laughs> so. She, Boy, she got that. So the woman on the radio goes, she was talking about the movie, and she goes, I don't like S&M, but M&M's. Boy, oh boy, happy Valentine's Day to me. And I started hysterically laughing. I thought it was the funniest thing for her to say that. Right now she's listening to this and like crying as she's like gulping down M&M's. Dude, I, I would much prefer M&M's over S&M any day, I think. <laughs> I, I prefer TNA. Like Tess and Albert? Yeah, I miss them. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get on to those comments and questions. First one is from Ryan. I think that let me make this larger. There we go. I think that whoever beats Rusev should elevate both him and Rusev. All they have to do is have a great match. Have Rusev look strong, but have the other guy look just a little bit stronger. If Cena does end up beating Rusev, he should not lose to one AA. If WWE was smart which most of the time they are not, they should have at least two AAs. They could put Kurt Angle or Jack Swagger in there and beat him, and it'd still be good. It, it'd still be good. All I have to do is make a, both of them a look at the match. I disagree big time just because you threw that name Jack Swagger in there. I think I speak on behalf of Brandon, too. I am sick and tired of seeing Jack Swagger matched up with Rusev. It happened already. I don't want to relive the past. And with it, it, if Cena does win, it has to be more. It definitely has to be more than one AA because look how many times it took him to do that to Brock Lesnar. Still didn't work. So I, I think if you want to build up Rusev, maybe that wouldn't even be possible. Uh, multiple AAs wouldn't maybe do that much. Maybe you have to do it through a table or a chair or something. It's a difficult um, position. Yeah, it's a difficult position that WWE backed themselves into. I mean, I, I still prefer Kurt Angle. It's a great way to hype, get Kurt Angle back in. Yeah, but it's, it's still an unrealistic expectation. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is. Who else would you book in there, if, if not Cena? I don't I, – there's like – Like I can't, I I can't even... see too many people because Rusev really dominated everyone already, and I don't want to see anything with Swagger, and I feel like this person has to really, really represent uh, – America. I feel like the next person that could be in that position that could represent America or represent every country mm-hmm. is Sami Zayn. And even I there I don't I don't really see it, but I was just I was just thinking that. That'd be interesting. 
Um, all right, to continue, I was told to put over my podcast here, so here you go. Listen to Luke Gallo's best friend, Ryan Davis, talk about the best and worst of pro wrestling on the Shoot Wrestling Podcast live every Sunday at 12 p.m. Pacific time on tswpodcast.weebly.com. Great podcast, guys. Get well branded. I followed you I followed you on Twitter. I hope that made you feel better. Brandon, did that, did that help you make did that help you feel better? It helped my ego feel better. There you go. And th- <laughs> that definitely took a hit while you were sick, huh? I don't think it took a hit. Of course. Why would Brandon's ego ever take a hit? It's no, always all my, it's my always, ego no, my ego takes hits here and there. It's higher than a giraffe's pussy. What? What does that mean? I don't know. It's part of the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. He always says that, and I I die laughing whenever he says it. That's so weird. I could tell. I I could give you. He has so many different like phrases, um, like uh, what is it? Angrier than a hornet, or angrier than a hornet's nest, and then higher than a higher than giraffe pussy. Like he has so many. He has so many different ones that I find pretty funny. I could I could list different times where my ego was shattered, but. Yeah, we don't have enough time on the podcast to list all that. <laughs> I didn't list all of them. But, uh, next we have from B. Mountain B. Hey, guys, great podcast as always. I would just like to say that SWA was a great show, that these guys are the future of wrestling. I also attended National Pro Wrestling Day this year, and I felt that it did not live up to its expectations of previous years. I wish that the event wasn't only Chikara guys and had people from MYWC, CZW, and other companies like the first one. Follow me on Twitter at MYWC underscore sign guy. B Montem B, we warned you. We warned you and you did not listen, so shame on you. We said National Pro Wrestling Day was going to be a sham and it's only Chikara and you did not listen. Yeah, they had a few uh, matches announced. Uh, and it was a Chikara event, and it's Chikara took a, stole the entire show. Uh, it's not National Pro Wrestling Day; it's Chikara Pro Wrestling Day. And that is it. So if you're a Chikara fan, go check it out. If you're not a Chikara fan and expecting to see every uh, a good amount of other promotions represented, don't go see this. This is not the event for you. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but I guess when the first one was billed the way it was and it was as good as it was or as okay as it was. You expect that. And then what was last year? It was just the return of Chikara and this year. Is just- but it, but last year it was strictly Chikara too. They didn't have right. anything outside. Right. So Yeah, it, it's a Chikara event. I mean, props to them because just like a carny would, they took the name of something and they used it for themselves to make it sound but, like they're more than I have they a really feeling. Are. I have a feeling it was Chikara who put that first together wasn't it or no i don't know if they ever said like who put it together but even but even the first one that they did it was still representing the world of the world of pro wrestling on the independence while now it's just representing chikara yeah so and swa um that's awesome to hear that they are very good we i've only seen from afar uh don't really see any of their results posted and it's tough to promote when uh when some of the matches aren't even announced so but i mean hope nothing for, but the best for them i mean yeah yeah anything else um 
How about we briefly touch on the event that took place in 1999 on this date? 1999 on this date? Yes. Help me out here. St. Valentine's Day Massacre in your house. Uh, what do you want to talk about with that? How great was that fucking pay-per-view? That was a Big Show's debut, right? Yeah, or The Giant or Paul White. Yeah, Paul, Paul, uh, Paul Wright. Paul, yeah. Paul White. Yeah, same thing. White. Yeah. That's such an awesome pay-per-view, though. Like, I think... Yeah. Gold Dust versus Blue Dust, that that yeah. lives up to it because Blue Dust was dressed as Gold Dust. Blue yeah, Dust like, for those like they used to. for those of you who don't know who Blue Dust is, it was Blue Meanie, and I think one of the best matches of the night was Bob Holly and Al Snow in their Hardcore Championship <laughs> match for the vacant title. Mm-hmm. What was it? The Mississippi River, right? I I have no clue. Let's see. It took place at the Pyramid in Miss in Memphis. Yeah, so probably the Men- the Mississippi River. The Memphis River? No, Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. Word. All right, so let's get on to some sports entertainment talk. And also, gonna... sorry to cut you off there, but it was Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon in the main event where Big Show made his debut. This was one of the only other times where a Royal Rumble winner didn't go on to WrestleMania, with mm-hmm. that being Vince McMahon. He went on to face Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Steve Austin got that shot by winning because Big Show threw him out of the cage. So he went out to WrestleMania for that. Yeah, it was a smart ending. Yeah. All right, so let's get on to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. All right, so Raw kicked off with Roman Reigns. Yeah. He uh, opened up Raw speaking about winning the Rumble and how he beat Daniel Bryan, or how he'll beat Daniel Bryan at Fastlane. And Daniel Bryan came out and said that Reigns is bigger and stronger but when it comes to wrestling, he's better, which uh, drew the authority out. And Stephanie put them in a match against Kane and Big Show. Which, yeah. uh, after that, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns ended up beating Kane and Big Show uh, by disqualification, which was the weirdest, weirdest thing. I, I have no idea why they were DQ'd because the only thing that I believe happened was Big Show pulled Daniel Bryan out of the ring. Yeah, I don't really know where the DQ happened, but more importantly with this match, uh, Daniel Bryan uh, nailed his turnbuckle dropkick to Roman Reigns by accident. Yeah, Uh, but before that, even, Roman Reigns was using a steel chair, which I thought made him look weak. I don't think that ever makes someone look weak. I think when you're being built up as somebody bigger and stronger and you want to go into a pay-per-view looking like a beast, you don't use a chair, you don't use a weapon. There's no reason for that. You have your fist, you have your body for that. I, I don't, I disagree. I mean, I see your point, but I think that, I don't think that the chair influences that at all. I think it makes you look weak. All right. But like you said, Daniel Bryan hit the running drop kick to the corner and uh, Triple H came out and made Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan versus Big Show, Kane, J&J Security, and Seth Rollins as the main event. Yeah. Um, up next, you had Ryback defeating Seth Rollins uh, by DQ because J&J Security got involved. And they were involved the entire match. Yeah. So it was really, it was in a fair fight. So, yeah, nothing really else to say about that. Yeah, um, basically, J&J Security, they got involved and... Uh, I guess beat down Ryback, but that again was something that didn't make sense to me, given the 
I just didn't understand why that needed to happen. Yeah, there was no reason. I mean, unless they're just trying to build up Ryback a little bit as Seth Rollins can't be Ryback on his own, which I'm pretty positive he has done in the past. So uh, you also had a, a little pro, uh, what is it? A, a return video? Punch. Yeah, a return video of Sheamus. Uh, Sheamus making his return. I I was a big fan of the music that they used. It was kind of like a Braveheart-ish. Um, and I'm excited for Sheamus's return, especially because they're talking about him being a heel. And I miss that Sheamus of like ECW, where he he was that big of a heel and everything. I think that he should go back to being that. And I'm not too sure where where he's gonna end up. I hope that he will be in the main event scene. But careful what I you wish for. I know, but I can't really see it, which is kind of weird. I wouldn't mind seeing him in the U.S. or intercontinental scene, but I don't know. It's it's just hard to see him in the main event now, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess because he, he left where he was at at the position he left in or got yeah. injured with. So, yeah. But after that, we had Paige defeating Brie Bella. Uh, the only, I guess, real thing to note here is that Nikki tried to get involved. And uh, Paige used Bree to knock her off, and then Nikki tried to attack Paige after the match, but she ducked and got out of the ring. So, yeah. Also to note, um, unfortunately, pro wrestling lost wrestler uh, Drew McDonald, um, and uh, Paige had he passed away from cancer, losing his battle with cancer, and Paige wrote, had his uh, his name written all up and down her arms. I thought that was a nice little uh, tribute. Yeah. Especially because he's the person that helped her break into the business. So. I went I went and watched some of his matches and I was blown away by Fit Finley in there. Finley's very good. But like yeah. he's so he was so young there and doing shit that I would never have thought Finley would do. Really? You ever see him battle uh, Regal like back in the day? I'm sure I have. It just was oh, before go, this. I think. Go, on, go on the computer and search up. I think it was... Uh, what was it? British Bulldog versus him. But it was Davy Boy Smith versus uh, David Finley. And it's like this old school match when they're both very, very young. That's a very awesome match to watch. It's interesting. Uh, yeah. Next up, you had Cena Rusev Lana promo. Yeah. Pretty much typical promo. They brawled uh, Cena and uh, Rusev ended up meeting each other on, this, on the ramp. Brawling a little bit, both had their advantages at points, but in the end, Rusev stood victorious over Cena, was about to lock in the accolade, but referees prevented that from taking place. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I this was just <laughs> something that I could have done without. I mean, I yeah, I don't think that you had to put this in there to hype up their match any further. But even so, like, I don't, I don't think Cena having the U.S. Championship match is is useful unless he's actually going to win the title and it what? wouldn't be useful if Rusev loses so it's like a lose-lose situation I think that it's useful to have Cena going after the US championship is, uh, is it, it a title match yeah All right, which is I, why I, I don't I'm think I'm completely okay with this we've said this so many times on the I podcast know, before I mean it would be hypocritical not to why because we we uh, I know I have said, and I'm almost positive you said, how people like Randy Orton should be going for titles like the IC belt. Right, right, right. Up. 
But now that John not, that's not going to do anything for the title, though. I disagree. If John Cena John wins, John is not going to win the championship. Okay, but even him competing for it, I think I that builds it up. That. That's what I disagree with. Okay, it only I think builds up the championship if John Cena wins it. I think John Cena going after it builds it up as well. Bray Wyatt defeated Dolph Ziggler. Um, it was back and forth match. That, that was a nasty clothesline that Ziggler ran into on the outside of the ring. Yeah. That definitely rocked him for a bit. And then Bray Wyatt picked up the victory following uh, Sister Abigail. Yeah, I liked the, this was a good match. I liked how Ziggler was using his amateur wrestling background in it. Mm-hmm. For sure. And uh, that clothesline was just yeah. ridiculous. But I liked to, after after the match, Bray Wyatt dragged Dolph Ziggler out of the ring and ripped up the mat and dropped it on Ziggler, but the ref stopped stopped him from doing anything further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that. Up next, after that, <laughs> Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman cut a promo. Stupid bullshit. Don't give a fuck at this yeah, point. And then everyone's going to, oh my God, how could he say that? But I'm over. Yeah, I mean, we've said it before. Heyman is, a, is legendary on the mic, but how many times can you listen to it? It's the same reason I guess we haven't been discussing Bray Wyatt promos. Yeah, no, I I mean it's the same I mean, unless you're a complete mark, then but I don't understand how people could be interested in hearing like it's not like I'm sitting at my computer being like, I want to hear what Bray Wyatt has to say this week and this time. Like I, I all right, I, I heard you it's the first hundred times. Same exact cool. thing with the authority. We, that's yeah. why I'm saying we don't need beginning, middle, and end. I don't need that. The Next up, you had the New Day. Um, you had Biggie and Kofi taking on Gold Star. Uh, during the match, though, Stardust dropped, tagging in uh, Gold Dust and then walking out on him, causing uh, slight distraction to Gold Dust and go- um, causing Gold Dust to get the roll- uh, get rolled up for the loss. Yeah, and uh, uh, after that backstage, Gold Dust and Stardust were uh, well. Stardust was there, and Gold Dust was like, "It's Dustin." And he was trying to talk to Cody, but Stardust slapped him and said, never call me that or never mention no, he, that. He didn't slap him. He threw him right into that, uh, the panels. He threw him right into that, the, the what, the, yeah, the area well, that they had behind him. He threw him right into there. I guess there. Push, pushed him, slapped yeah. him, whatever. But I'm anticipating Gold Star imploding and watching Goldust versus Stardust at WrestleMania. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, next week's Raw has the Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream coming out. Yeah. Next up, you had that Triple H uh, promo where he's challenging Sting to a fight, looking for... It was, it was a promo saying that he's going to have a promo. Cool, guys. But yeah, I, Triple, I, H, Triple H yeah. called out Sting, said that he wants an answer for Fastlane. Uh, the lights went out and spotlights started to flash everywhere. I thought as that if, was awesome. As if his thing's gonna be here, his thing's gonna be here. But uh, they had, they had, they had Sting in those areas that they lit up. Did they? And I, yeah, that, I thought that was genius. Because, I didn't recognize that. Yeah, in the in they only lit up two areas. In the first area, in like the walkway, they had a fake Sting standing there. It was like a flashlight on, fake Sting, flashlight off, and then it got lower, closer to the ring, flashlight on. And they had another fake steam flashlight off. Oh, that didn't, I didn't see that. I just, yeah, saw I, I thought that was so it's funny. You watch it on a fucking computer. How many inches is that? I'm watching on a giant screen television. 
and I can't even see it. Yeah. But it ended up with a figure dressed as Sting, who was probably Heath Slater. No, it was a different independent wrestler. Really? It wasn't Heath Slater? Yeah. Looks no. just like Heath Slater. I know. Everyone was saying it was Heath, but it wasn't. I forgot the wrestler's name, but I think he was a Rosebud recently. So, but I, so the, Rosebud, the Rosebud not... appeared in the ring. Triple and, H and fell Triple to H, the ground scared. Triple H looked fake scared, which was awful. But you also, I like that little pro, that little video that they showed before there, which, where Triple H was cutting the pro, the uh, interview, and his face was um, yeah, going was back cool. and forth between having a sting makeup. Yeah, it's face so, paint. Yeah, same thing. No, it you isn't. It face. No, it's not. Um, but I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and the screen said "I accept," so we'll be seeing Sting at Fastlane in case yeah. anybody had doubts. Then you had the Usos hit the ring, but while that happened, they made the announcement of... No, no, wrong. How? That's wrong. It was Tyson Kidd and Cesaro defeating the Usos, and then they announced it. From what I saw, it was before their match, because no. the Usos were, didn't even wrestle yet. Nope. It was Tyson Kidd and Cesaro defeating the Usos. Nothing really happened in the match. And I thought that it was a good match. Yeah, I love was, the fact that Cesaro used one of them to, to cause a distraction of the referee. Yeah, it was a fine match. I liked it. But afterwards, they made that Hall of Fame announcement that Rikishi was getting inducted. And uh, they showed I don't the think Usos. That this was after. Yes, 100%. Because they showed the Usos all happy and celebrating, which I thought was bullshit because they just fucking lost. All right. I thought that was the dumbest thing to show them. They Oh, let's lose on TV, but, oh, it's cool. We're freaking going to celebrate because my father's on getting inducted to the Hall of Fame. I thought that this was – I'm very happy that uh, Rikishi's being inducted. I do think that they should induct the head shrinkers at some point, and I think that Rikishi is uh, worthy of being in the Hall of Fame for everything that he's done from the head shrinkers to the Samoan SWAT team. I mean, yeah, a lot of this stuff ended up being with uh, – Too cool. With – um, really yeah, cool. him involved with tag teams and everything. Yeah, I, well, I would you rather have seen? Champ. Would you rather have seen Rikishi get inducted or uh, the him and Samu, the head shrinkers? What do you mean? Like, would you rather have seen him get inducted by himself or them together? I think I think separate is fine. Well, I mean, I think Rikishi as on his own is fine, and then head shrinkers at some point. I hope so. I could see Rikishi in as a two-time winner with the head shrinkers for they've <laughs> two, done. The two-time WWE Hall of Fame inductees, Ric Flair and Rikishi. Yeah. Um, Which Rikishi honestly, is definitely deserving of it. I, I, if you, I mean, it, it's clear as day that at one point it'll there'll be multiple two, two-time two inductees like Triple yeah, H, Shawn Michaels, um, probably Kevin Nash, probably Scott Hall, probably Hogan. What do you think about Rikishi being inducted? Do you think that it's he's worthy of being inducted by on his own? I'm fine with it. I think uh, he's had a great career. Not not as great as other people, but... Uh, but like, that's why like, he's not headlining. Right, but I'm saying like Roddy Piper, like uh, Ted DiBiase, you don't always have to be champion to uh, WWE champion. Or Lex Luger, even though he's not inducted, but he deserves it. Yeah. You don't always uh, have to have been WWF champion, WWE champion... No, you, I mean, there was... Well, Some people, Coco, beware. Look at that. Yeah, you never had to be a champion <laughs> for... But that, that's fucked up, this. because everybody... Who the fuck is Coco, beware? Rikishi's actually somebody. He did it for the fucking rock, so... If Coco, beware is in there, so should Owen Hart. Yeah, but I don't understand how clearly, Coco, beware is clearly, in there. Clearly, 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 that's not a decision by WWE. 
Yeah, but all right. So if Coco's in there, so should Bam Bam Bigelow, Rick Martel, Rick Root, and all these other wrestlers. They should be in there. Yeah, but that's not- that's like oh, shitting sure. on Bam Bam and everybody that you're naming. How? Well, because what the fuck did Coco do? What do you mean? He did nothing. Right, and Bam Bam, Bam did Yeah, I'm saying stuff. that... They- yeah, if someone that did nothing is in there, then I don't understand how you could pass over so many people that have done so much. Right. All right, so let's move on. We had Sin Cara defeating Ms. Dow, and uh, during the match, Ms. made uh, Ms. Dow get and open a bottle of water for him, and then Ms. Dow went to use a figure four, and Ms. made him stop because it was his move, to which, uh, what's his name, Michael Cole goes, oh, that's Ric Flair's move, and it's like... Or Ric Flair invented that. It's like, no, he, no, he fucking... Didn't. What did he say? He Ric Flair stole the move. Yeah, no, but what did... You don't remember what Michael Cole said, right? No. He said something like, oh, that's Ric Flair's move. I'm pretty sure Ric Flair made that famous. And it's like, no, he made that famous after Buddy Rogers did. Was it Buddy Rogers? I think, wasn't it? Nature Boy? I'm trying to think because I was listening to his interview on the Steve Austin podcast from like earlier last year... Because I've never gotten a chance to listen to it. And he was saying where he stole everything from. Like he stole that, the figure four from someone, but he got someone's approval. Well, I he, mean, took, buddy, he took that, the flop that he does, like that, uh, that Nature Boy flop that he does. Yeah, from Tommy. Took, I don't Tommy know. Tommy something, I think. He took that from someone. But, and then but uh, pretty, Buddy huh. Rogers innovated the figure four, so that's where I would assume. But, he's got the same fucking nickname, too, so. Yeah. It's actually pretty cool. They were talking about blading and how I guess there's different ways to go about blading. Like Ric Flair says that he always tapes up his two fingers and it's, he keeps his blade in, the, in his index finger. And how Austin was saying how he tapes up both wrists and he always puts one in uh, each wrist tape and he also gives the referee one just in case. And how they, they were talking about precisely how they cut the blades. Like... Rick Flair was saying how he cuts it in half, and then he cuts a quarter off this side, a quarter off this side. It was just weird to talk about. Like Wait, he, he cuts, talk about. cuts the blade. Yeah, all of them. Like him and Stone Cold were saying how they cut it to a specific size and a specific angle, so this way they know exactly which angle to do it at. Hmm. It, it was interesting to listen to them talking about, like I guess the specifics of blading. Um, next up, you had. A match that I still don't get. Dean Ambrose oh, defeating. Dude, Curtis I don't even. Do we? Do we even say that Sin Cara beat him up? No, he beat him. Beat him. Uh, Dean Ambrose picked up the victory, and Curtis Axel is, I guess, still losing. Yeah, Axel cut that Axel Mania promo again, and uh, after the match, Ambrose spoke about becoming Intercontinental Champion. And Bad News Barrett had another BNZ episode, and he just said that just because Dean wants a shot doesn't mean he'll get one. And mm-hmm. I don't think they're building this feud right. I don't think so at all. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that they're going about it wrong. Um, something that they didn't go about too wrong was the main event. Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns picking up victory over the authority. Um, I thought it was a good match. I, I liked it. Um, the end when uh, when it looked like Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns were going to be uh, – uh, we're in a disadvantage in a tight spot. Ziggler, Rowan, and Ryback made their way to the ring, which I found very weird because Ziggler got the crap beaten out of him before, especially getting rocked with that clothesline and then now no-selling that clothesline that he took. Yeah, but, I mean, 
I don't understand how... What, like, was there... Did they say this was going to be a no-DQ match? No, I don't think it was a no-DQ match. Right, so I don't understand how... Oh, so you don't understand how this could be... A, uh, not have a DQ, but that first match can and... Yeah, how could Ziggler, Rowan, and Ryback come out and beat up? Uh, that was in after the match. match. No, it was, was during the match. the match. I don't think so, because there was a blind tag to... No, because they were, they were all fighting. And Rollins, Kane, and Big Show were up on the ramp, and Reigns tagged himself in, hit Mercury with the spear, and then won. And then Daniel Bryan was yelling at Reigns, and they pushed him. He pushed him into the ropes, and then Reigns hit a spear. Yeah, but I think Ziggler and all them. No, it was during after the, the match. match. All they, right, they, so they it should have been. A, out. They ran it should have been a DQ. They ran out um, when Kane and okay, Big okay, Show. Okay. They took apart the announce table. Okay, um, should have been a DQ then. Well, I don't. But, I don't understand. I don't. I don't know. Maybe there was some sort of stipulation that got put on that we didn't hear about. But Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns going back and forth with the. Uh, the blind tagging of each other. So still a little bit of tension. End of the match, uh, Roman Reigns rocked Daniel Bryan with a spear, uh, following Daniel Bryan kind of standing up to him. Yeah. I I was a fan of the ending. I thought it was good. I thought that spear looked kind of iffy, but... I was a fan of, his, of the spear. I didn't think it looked bad. Um, all right, let's move on to some SmackDown of... Pointless, useless SmackDown. Yeah, the show opened up and Kane and Big Show were backstage with all the tag teams to announce a tag team turmoil match. Uh, the main thing to take away from this is that Heath Slater cut his fucking hair. Uh, I don't understand how you can uh, leave the new day out of this, but Goldust and Stardust, I understand. What do you mean? They weren't featured. Like, the New, oh. day, the new day is a tag team and... Goldust and Stardust are a tag team, but they weren't in the match. But I understand why Goldust and Stardust were. I don't understand about the New Day. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, um, you had Bray Wyatt defeating R-Truth in a match that I feel like we've seen a million times. Yeah, and if the rumors are true that Bray Wyatt will be facing Undertaker at WrestleMania, <laughs> then I don't need to see R-Truth getting the better of Bray Wyatt at different points during a match. Yeah, I, I agree. I expected a squash match, and I didn't expect him to have... Uh, such a fight on his hands. Especially because I think that makes Bray Wyatt look weak and outsmarted by truth. Like how which, we, which makes me think that R-Truth has no place in the WWE. Please release him. How, how are we to believe that somebody who almost loses to R-Truth can beat Undertaker who has a 21-1 record at WrestleMania? I know. I don't think Undertaker's going to be there this WrestleMania, to be honest. I don't think he's going to. It's, so, it's such bullshit that the fucking... The sites or whatever are reporting that, oh, Undertaker looks like he's in terrible condition. And then they show the video. It's fucking the night after WrestleMania 30. Yeah. Well, that, that, well they say that that's the night after WrestleMania 30. Yes. Like but they're that's, saying that, but they're releasing it uh, like a year later. Yeah. Or else they released it back then. And now they're just saying, oh, yeah, don't forget this happened. Yeah. That makes like, what the fuck? He just had a match. Like, yeah. A lot of wrestlers limp if they, if they put on a long match as uh, Undertaker did. I mean, plus, give the guy a that little That match was break. really he's shitty, not... though. That match was really shitty. Yeah. But still, give the guy a break. He's not as young as he used to be. Yeah. Like, he's allowed... People are allowed to age. What, do you expect him to go, like, full-on Kevin Nash and dye his hair? I mean, given, actually, we've seen that. We've seen... He him. does dye he his does, hair. He does <laughs> dye his hair on a he's constant He's a natural basis. redhead, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
But overall, I mean, you expect him to age and everything. I yeah, hope he I mean, doesn't. He was, I think he was 25 when he debuted in WWE. No, I hope that he doesn't wrestle because uh, this year. I want him. To, I want him to take his time off, relax, heal. I don't want to see him get hurt. So, uh, you had Paige defeating Summer Ray. Um, nice to Bella see twins on commentary. Yeah, it was nice to see these two in action against each other. But uh, I hate that Summer Ray hit her spinning heel kick, and not only did Paige get right up, the camera basically missed the move, but. It's her fucking finisher that was just used as a regular move. Is that her finisher? I don't that's, think it is. Yeah, that's what she always used as a finisher. That, she had the Indian death lock thing. I never thought that that spinny hill was her finisher. I just knew she did it in matches. I'm pretty sure I've seen her end every uh, lot of matches with that. So I don't know. I'm, I'm fine with it, though. I was a fan of the match. I'm a fan of Summeray and Paige. The two of them are very talented. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah Fandango defeated Adam Rose. Not, not much happened. Nothing yeah, really happened. It was it was a good match. Good match. Good filler. Uh, but that's it. Afterwards, two rosebuds went to check on Adam Rose and he attacked both of them. So yeah, it's, it's only a matter of time until Adam Rose just completely loses his shit all over the uh, rosebuds. Mm -hmm. um, it's like WWE Two K is definitely holding out. Like they're they're like we're not gonna. We, we're, we can't. There's no possible way we can get the Exotic Express into the game. So we're going to need you to drop it from from Adam Rose before we release him on DLC. Uh, uh, all right, so what was the main event? Main event, we saw Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns tagging up to, uh, do we say who the teams they defeated right away, right off the bat? Yeah, sure, yeah, let's do that. Fine. They defeated Miz and Miz now. Then they defeated the Usos. They defeated Los Matadores. Slater Gator, The Ascension, and then finally Kane and Big Show. I popped for Slater Gator. Yeah, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I knew they were going to be in it from watching the opening promo. Yeah. But uh, I think this is how lazy booking on SmackDown is. They had a 50-minute match on a two-hour show, which I'm fine with the match being as long as it was and being the match that it was, but because it made Roman Reigns look stronger... But it just seems like they panicked and threw this out there. But did it make Daniel Bryan look weak at times? I mean, look at the I Ascension. Not, I don't, I don't know. That's he got like, his ass beat by the Ascension. Well, before we speak about that, I think uh, of all the teams, I think the Usos uh, lasted the longest, and it, I think it was the better match of the what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six matches that they had. Yeah. It was nice to see Daniel Bryan wrestling the Usos because that's not something we see every day. I like yeah, that exchange. And uh, then with the Ascension, they got DQ'd in their match for not listening to the ref when they kept attacking Reigns and Bryan. I, I didn't like the fact that they nailed that finisher to Daniel Bryan, but then they got stopped by the referees for doing it from Roman to Roman Reigns. Yeah. I thought that if you wanted to make the Ascension look good, have them do have them do that finisher to both wrestlers. Don't just have it done to Daniel Bryan and then not Roman Reigns. Here's what looked even more shitty with that segment was one referee holding Victor back while three other referees held Connor back. Yeah. Well let's not, I mean, be blind to it. Connor is the bigger one. Yeah, but I mean, that's still and then finally one of the refs realized that they had one on three, and went over to Victor. Yeah. And uh, after that, another, I thought, dumb thing to end this fucking match. 
Uh, Big Show getting caught in the yes lock and Kane yelling at him. And then Big Show just knocked Kane out. Like, how does that make any sense? Like, well, it was, it was going back and forth for a little bit where uh, Kane was in the less yes lock and Big Show right, broke right. it up. But how? So like, is the, like, but is the authority going to break up or something? How does that make sense that Kane and Big Show are on rocky ground? Yeah. And I how the fuck that, does it always end up with Kane and Big Show tag teaming? This is like uh, when was the and last? Then they, and it always ends up with them breaking it, uh, breaking up each other. So you mean breaking up with each other? Yeah. Like they were tag team champions in like years ago. <laughs> They, they they wrestled on a WrestleMania, I think, as a as tag team champions. Yeah. It's insane. Um, during the match, maybe I just missed it. Was Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns going back and forth at all with like uh blind tagging and stuff? I don't know if it was blind tags or anything, but every time they would get a victory, they would like look like hardcore stare at at Daniel Bryan or Roman Reigns. Okay, because I, I was a little bit confused about how you could have that happen on Raw. And then on SmackDown, it's just like nonchalant. We're just a tag team and everything's yeah, cool. Yeah, no, it was a bunch of anything you can do, I can do it also. Okay, okay. Um, the one thing I didn't get really was at the end of the match, when they picked up the victory, they were they were like together as a team. Like they no, were both no, 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 no. It wasn't together as a team. They were opposite each other. Well, not opposite. They were standing right next to each other. Yeah, that's what I mean. Both looking up at the WrestleMania sign saying, no, I'm going to WrestleMania. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that. They didn't show that on the, uh, the no, YouTube. I don't, they, I don't think they actually pointed it or anything. They were just looking at the WrestleMania sign. Oh, uh, so. they just, on the YouTube, it just made it look like they were just both hanging on the ropes. And they, I don't think they showed maybe, the maybe WrestleMania sign or anything like maybe that. Maybe you didn't watch it till the end. Maybe not. Maybe I was just, maybe I just saw them hanging on the ropes. I'm like... All right, I don't get it. X. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was SmackDown. Now let's talk about something that was awesome this week. As I, I wouldn't really say awesome. I would, as we all expected, besides Brandon. Um, WWE NXT TakeOver Rival took place. You had Hideo Itami defeating Tyler Breeze. Good match. Um, yeah. Not really much else to say about it. Yeah, fun match. Um, um had, yeah. Yeah, we had Baron Corbin defeat Bull Dempsey in a no disqualification match. What Nothing. did you think what did you think from this? I didn't get it. Why was the stipulation? Why did that have to be there? I and think nothing, that it was nothing huh? happened enough for me in that match to be a no DQ match. That's the thing. I think that I'm okay with it being a no DQ match because they were had their feud going back and forth. Yeah, but, but and, they didn't do anything to But that's the thing. I don't get how during the actual match they didn't use anything but, uh, I guess, the no count out. Yeah, so... I mean, they did, the one time that Bull Dempsey went for something on the ring, the, everyone popped because they thought he was getting a table or something, and then he comes back with nothing. So, but I thought it was a good match for both wrestlers. I thought that the one thing I didn't... Oh, uh, Corbin is the first person to kick out of the, uh, the flying headbutt from uh, Dempsey. Which he's put, which I think is a probably pay, uh, paying homage to Bam Bam Bigelow. Probably. Um, and Corbin picking up a, vic- a quick victory following hitting that finisher that he just pulled out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I hope that this continues, though. I hope that Dempsey picks up the victory after, over Corbin. After the fact that they had the, the stipulation they had and basically nothing came of that. I think they really need that. 
Yeah, I, I think they, especially with Corbin sitting on that chair right over. Uh, yeah, what the fuck was he him. waiting for a lap dance? What the fuck was that? That it made was no just sense. Him. That was so was, stupid. I, he was I thought relaxing. that was so stupid. He was showboating uh, over him. I thought that that was fine. But I, I do want to see Dempsey pick up the next victory. If not, it makes me feel less intimidated by Dempsey. It doesn't really. He came in being like a. Um, he came in like a wrecking ball. But now he's kind of like filtering. Uh, what is it? He's kind of losing that intimidation factor by losing to Corbin. Yeah. Uh, up next, we saw Blake and Murphy, tag team champions, defeating Lucha Dragons in their tag team rematch. Quick match. Uh, not really quick. It was like nine minutes, maybe. Uh, it felt like it was a lot less. I just feel like this match, there wasn't. I don't know what it was, but this first card, like the first half of the card, was just, eh. Yeah, no, I, I feel like it, it flew by very quickly. And it didn't feel like that much was happening. But it, I was still a fan of it. You had the number one contender uh, ship on the line in the finals of the tournament. Finn Balor picking up the victory over Adrian Neville. Uh, Balor, which, with another uh, impressive entrance. And I was impressed with the match. It wasn't what you expected. It wasn't always that quick, pa uh, quick paced, hard hitting match. And I like that. I like that they switched it up and they showed that they could wrestle a different style. And I was a fan of it. Yeah, I like that it wasn't spot, 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 spot. Yeah, they they really. I think think it was very well planned. And as far as Finn Balor's entrance, to me, it's just like you see it once. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's different, but yeah. I, I think the way I see it, I think it it's kind of like an art form. Like I see it as uh, an art piece where he's like everything is pretty much well planned of his entrance. Every step that he uh, uh, moves say, down that ramp, oh wow, you didn't you didn't even I, fucking I, quote it. I was going to. Um, it's like it goes along with the theme song. It's not like he's just going down the ramp and climbing over the turnbuckle and everything. It all plays out to the theme song that I think is very smart. Um, next up, you had the women's championship on the line as Charlotte unsuccessfully defending it against Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Becky Lynch. And your new champion is Sasha Banks. I thought this match was a very good. There were many points. The points that I, that I wrote down that I was a big fan of was there's a point where Sasha Banks set up both Charlotte and Bailey, I, no, Becky Lynch, in the turnbuckle, laying across it for her double knee stomp. I thought that looked cool. Uh, There's a top rope Bailey, uh, belly to Bailey. It to, wasn't, though. That pisses me off that they fucking called it as top rope. Bailey was on the middle rope. Yeah, but uh, Charlotte wasn't. Yeah, but for I think for a move to be called top rope, they need to both be on the top rope. I don't know. But I guess I was, maybe that's then, then it's called the avalanche fucking... I don't know what Bailey that is. Bailey to belly, belly to belly, belly to uh, Bailey. Bailey, belly to Bailey. I think. Hmm. But I thought that was good. There was another part where Bailey nailed the uh, drop kick, kind of like uh, what Sami Zayn does through the bottom rope yeah. on the side of the that was ring. Nice. Yeah, she nailed the drop kick, which looked like it was more of a knee, and I, I was impressed with that. Charlotte rocked a spear that I was a fan of, and. Um, yeah, I thought overall it was a good match. Everyone had their their shine spots. Uh, Brandon, what do you? I mean, I'll, I'll speak about the 
the finish of the match and after you speak. But what did you think about it? No, you didn't. It was, like it, right? No, it was a fine match. Except, except everything that I liked in the match came from the other three. Mm-hmm. I thought Charlotte did nothing in the match. She I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you on. on she was, didn't hit moves that she should have hit. I think. I, I do agree that the first like maybe four minutes of the match, she was taken out on the outside of the ring when she got thrown into the uh, the digital siding. Yeah. She got taken out with that, and it was kind of focusing on the three of them where Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch were teaming up against Yeah, Becky. so that was fantastic. That I saw a triple threat match. That was great. <laughs> Didn't I even thought, need to see Charlotte, and I thought when everybody— Once Charlotte got in, I— I think she did very I think well she, when she got back. I don't I disagree. She she fucking hesitates on every single move she does. You can see that about L. No, then. no. And watch I can I can show you clips. Points, I disagree. Watch back. There are many points where every every wrestler no, thinks. I disagree. One hundred percent. I disagree. Well, Ziggler on Monday no. night would had to they paused for a slight minute, uh, a slight second because they uh with hesitation. I disagree. It's not every match is going to flow, flow, flow. It's every single fucking match of Charlotte's that doesn't flow. All right, haters going to hate, hate, no, hate. No, no, I don't think so. So the end and, of the it's match. It's like, but before you even talk about the end of the match, it's like they the other three did their spots over the top rope, and Charlotte's like, oh, I'm, I could fucking do it. She just does a plancha. It didn't even look good. I thought it looked fine. I didn't think it looked good at all. All right, I thought it looked fine. It looked, it just you looked You could only basic. do as much as you basic. can. basic. Yes, exactly. So I mean, don't get Charlotte don't in a expect, fucking match. What, do you expect her to do like an Undertaker dive over the top rope or something? She has the height. She has the skills. Oh, come on. You're expecting a lot. She has the height. She has the skills. She was a fucking gymnast. She should know how to jump over a rope. All right. Well, don't. I wouldn't expect she, she that. She does that stupid her. fucking, um, what is it? Moonsault into a somersault? I don't know what you're. The one where she misses the moonsault and then does a somersault? Yeah. She does that I, move so she can fucking jump over a rope. All right. Well, I thought that she was fine in it. I thought all of them were fine. The end of the match, I loved. I didn't Sasha Banks locked in the crossface on Charlotte. Uh, and she was very um, very into keeping uh, Becky Lynch and Bailey both outside of the ring, uh, even breaking up the crossface just to kick one of them out to the ring when they were getting back up to lock back in that crossface. They teased Charlotte getting to that rope. And then she pulled her back into the center. And then when she um, she wasn't tapping, and what happened was she pulled back with the cross face. And when she pulled back with it, she looped in a, cru- a crucifix pin and picked up the victory. I thought that was genius. I just didn't they get used it. Sub- they used for, a submission into a pin. But for the fact that Charlotte wasn't even looking like she was going to kick out, I just I didn't get it. It's a crucifix pin. I mean, that's not the easiest what thing is, to kick out of. I disagree. I think a crucif- have you ever been in a crucifix pin? Yeah, every day with my bondage and SM. Jeez. The more you know. <laughs> um all right, so Sasha B- Banks picked up the victory. Um yeah, I think that next I don't think Sasha Banks is gonna be champion for too long. I think Bailey everyone wants to see Bailey as champion just because it's one of those feel good moments, kind of like Sami Zayn winning. Well we already uh, saw on the on the spoilers that Charlotte wins again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you would have um, gotten so pissed if that was real, too. Yeah, just for the fact that you would spoil it for everybody listening. Well, they don't care. Um, yeah, I know you no, don't. I'm just kidding. No, I said they don't care. Uh, Kevin Owens is the new NXT champion as he picked up the victory over Sami Zayn in what was a very good match from uh, both of these wrestlers. Um, 
not really. What, not, what, not, I would. Everyone's like match of the year, match of the no, year for no, no. for both Finn Balor and Adrian Neville and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and I disagree. I'm sorry, completely. but I yeah no. There's no way these two matches yet. Yeah, um, and Owens Zayn was very good. To top it off, though, I think last week you even said this could probably be a uh, uh, an event of the year, and I was like, eh, I don't think so. Yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't live. It wasn't. It was a good event. It was a good event, but it wasn't as good if, uh, the as the uh, the last takeover event. It wasn't. But as I good think the last takeover event. event was as good as it was because Sami Zayn and Neville. I I think that the entire card was good. I don't know. About Besides, that, fought though. villains versus Lucha Dragons, which I'm just not a fan yeah, of. But like Kevin Owens for CJ Parker, I, I'm that's a fan sh- of it. But shouldn't that have been? I don't know. Whatever. I was a big fan of that. Especially for the fact that he got busted open. I thought that really gave a lot more uh, meaning to, which is kind I'm not, of just I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that was a bad match. I just don't. I thought that should have been a quicker match. But All right. I disagree. Like Baron, um, Baron Corbin versus Ty Dillinger. Do you even remember that happening? Yeah. It was a good match. It was a good match. Um, yeah, but it's not match of the year. I think that it was a very good match, but I'm sorry. But Nakamura versus Ibushi. And Cena, Lesnar, Rollins. Those are the two match of the year candidates so far in my mind. Do you but, disagree or agree? No, I agree with you. But as far as Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I think that uh, the match ended the only way it could have. I I love the ending of this. I, um, I don't really see where... Because, I mean, does I guess Sami Zayn gets a rematch? I don't... Does he? What happens? Who I knows? think he'll, he'll, he'll probably have a rematch. But does does it turn uh, into Kevin Owens versus uh, Finn Balor versus Sami Zayn? Who that'd knows? Be, that'd be very cool. Never seen before. Um, well, I don't think we've ever we've never seen Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor either. I don't think. I don't know. I'm almost certain know. that match has never taken place. Well, yeah. So that's going to be the next. Oh, yeah. So let's continue with that ending. Uh, Kevin Owens rocking Sami Zayn with four or five power bombs. The referee stops the match because. Sami Zayn couldn't go on. The crowd was very confused. And then they popped big time when they found out that Kevin Owens was the new champion. And I was a big fan of that ending. I thought that it was smart. It didn't – it put over Kevin Owens huge as someone that you do not want to step in that ring with because he will completely, as his moniker says, knock you out. Like I was a big fan of it. I thought it was very smart. I don't think that it made Sami Zayn look weak. I think that it just makes Kevin Owens look powerful. Yeah, and it's like, fuck, at that point, fuck Roman Reigns. Let's see Brock Lesnar versus the real beast, Kevin Owens. Amen. So now you're going to have Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens. That's also, I just want to say that I think that I thought the ending, I thought uh, Finn Balor should have came out and like pointed or something. That would be cool, but you know what? Let Kevin Owens have his moment. Let him have his moment. Yeah, he was sitting in the ring crying. Yeah, and then I like the fact how – well, so Balor versus Owens is going to be awesome. And then after you have Kevin Owens on Twitter tweeting out pictures of his uh, of his child, of his baby child with the championship. His baby child? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was covered in child. <laughs> but I thought that that was very cool. Just – and smart. Smart, it mattered, smart. Because it shows the humanity, exp- uh, humanity side of – 
Kevin Owens, and it plays to that fact that all in you know, most of his promos, he's been talking about how he's a family guy and how he's doing this for his son and for his wife and his baby and stuff like that, and how it's nothing personal. And I think that it's smart to play on that because in the business scheme of it all, it's pretty much the it's ideal for Triple H and Stephanie to put your money into someone that's all about this because then you can promote him as like that family guy. And I think it's I think it's smart. Yeah, but at the same time it's like storyline wise, he's not really been that kind of family guy. Yeah, he is. No, he's fucking. He look at the way he won the match. Yeah, but he says in his promos that well, he. But I'm saying that like, storyline wise. I think storyline wise, it's fine because he uh, he explains that he when he's in the ring, it's not him that he is. Yeah, but you're saying you're saying for, you're saying from the point of view of Triple H and the company, it's great. Like, oh, we could promote. Yeah, but that but that's not that's like violence. That's like hardcore violence. I think I'm I'm good with it. He got a ton of praise. They a lot of these wrestlers did from everybody on the internet. Lance Storm, Hulk Hogan even tweeted out giving uh, praising Kevin Owens. Yeah, because he's paid to. So yeah, but even still, that's that's pretty big. Walking uh, out to the same fucking thing. Yeah, I still haven't seen that tweet from Dixie. Um, <laughs> we also saw a preview of I at guess at least uh, both companies wish Tommy Dreamer happy birthday, right? Yeah. How um, often does WWE wish happy birthdays, right? Uh, we also saw a hype video, uh, a hype video, I don't know, um, a hacker video of Solomon Crow. Um, we they, they didn't say Solomon Crow or anything. I was but confused the whole night though. Why? Every time they went and showed Oh, but it's going to be it's going to be next week, by the way. But every right. time they went and showed a new match, it looked like it was getting hacked. I don't know if that was just like their really? graphics for Rival. I yeah, I don't know if I think it was just like the graphics they chose to use for Rival. Maybe I, I don't recall this at all. Yeah. Where do you see Solomon Crow fitting in? Like, are you in, like I'm just CZW? Is that your No no where do you fit him in with NXT right now? Because you have Balor number one contender. I would assume that Neville's on his way out. You have Corbin and Dempsey paired up, or at least I would assume that they're gonna continue it. You have Wait, 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 wait. Did we ever hear rumors that Neville and Zayn were gonna Debut on the main roster together as a tag team? Mm, I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't think so. So I don't really know where Solomon Crow will fit in. It's kind yeah. of weird. I could see him feuding with, to start with, like Baron Corbin. I don't see if, that because that we just discussed how that wouldn't make sense, basically. Yeah, that's the thing. I want to see them conclude with Dempsey, unless they just completely cut it off with Dempsey as Corbin just picked up the victory and that's it. Like, I don't know. Why but would then be... if they do that, it squashes uh, Dempsey completely. Well, it also would squash uh, Corbin, I think. I don't think so. He picked up the last. He picked yeah, up but the why last would victory. why would you come in and have uh, Solomon Crow? Just... Oh yeah, no. If, if if Solomon comes in and defeats him, yeah. It would do the same exact thing. So it's kind of interesting. I'm not too sure where he would fit. I can tell you I can tell you exactly where he fits. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, Maybe, I'm joking, no, you're not. No, you I, no I'm saying I was joking Maybe as if it would I was going to say it. I could see, like, hopefully, like, a Lucha... No, nah, Lucha Dragons. Do you bring them up as a tag team? Or I mean, obviously, one is already up there. But do you bring Kalisto up uh, as part of the tag team? Or do you separate I have no idea. I think there's 
Like do you initially for that initial uh, I just break I think it, there's too many I think there's too many tag teams floating around doing nothing. Go for, figure. For I would their... never think that we would ever think that. Yeah. Just because like compared to where the tag team division was like three years ago, before really New Age Outlaws uh won the championship and Goldust came back, the tag team in the the tag team division was very minimum. Yeah, and they're Min- not really doing much with the tag team, so <laughs> I still want to see freaking Slater Gator do something. I mean, you as, got, a, as of right now, as of right now, both former champions, championship teams are in, in the midst of like splitting up or doing maybe splitting up. That being Miz, the, Miz Dow and, and Goldust and Stardust. Do you ever see the Uso splitting up? I don't know. It's that's something it sucks that. Because I, I don't want to see that, but you never know. Like one can shine, one can the other one could shine. But I mean, it's like when Dudley Boys split up. Like we didn't want to see that, but then they did it. Devon did Reverend Devon and Bully Ray, or what the fuck, man? Bubba Ray went and competed. Uh, did with with Spike and Jeff Hardy. Yeah. All right, so that was WWE NXT. Definitely still worth the nine ninety nine that you paid for the month. No, Even though you free. get it, you get it for free, yeah. If if you haven't subscribed before, and hopefully you didn't freaking unsubscribe after the last pay per view, especially because this is a free month. So well, if you unsubscribe, I I'm almost certain you can get back on there and for free. Interesting. All right, so that is everything. Because, do you have any? Oh yeah. What? No, no we just, got. I know you're going to continue with that, but do you have? No, any I'm not even going to continue. Okay, so we were talking about Solomon Crow, the hacker. Let's talk about the other hacker outside of the ring. How about it? It's not a hacking, though. All right, so you... All right, this is what I know. Or not from what I know, from what I read. So you may have read something very different or uh, more updated or recent. From this fucking start. So from what I've read... Well, just say say what happened. Hold on. Seth Rollins tweeted out a picture of one of the women in uh, NX... um, in the performance center and uh, naked. So then in revenge, his fiance tweeted out two pictures of him in the nude um, on Twitter and on Instagram. So, but then, so was, okay, so that happened. Hers was intentional, right? From so my understanding. Now, so now, so Seth Rollins' phone. That wasn't hacked. That was his wife that tweeted from that. From my understanding, she tweeted the picture, posted it on WWE's Facebook pages and everything. Well, she. It, that's the thing. His account is linked to everything. Like as everyone is, they're all linked to the WWE website and stuff on like their feeds. No, but it was that that fucking. I don't want to say ratchet, but that's like the only way I could describe it is that ratchet WWE Facebook page of like WWE superstar Seth Rollins that like. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, come yeah. watch, come get the pay-per-view for $9.99 or stupid shit like that that gets posted there. Like, okay. the wrestlers don't actually so, go on there and interact. But I'm, right, almost, so you, I'm almost certain that the picture was posted on there as well. But, like, his Instagram, Twitter, uh, from what so I read on the yeah. internet, from what I read on the internet, it was the fiancé that posted that picture and then posted the Rollins pictures. Jeez. So pretty much he got busted. I guess. And now, all right. I mean, honestly, I, it's hopefully he's not cheating on her. It, even though he had a picture of someone nude, 
who knows? Maybe someone else sent it to him. I mean, we we know people get sent pictures like that all the time. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, we definitely get sent naked pictures of people yeah. on the roster too. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you never know what people are going to be sending around on that WWE roster, whether your current roster or past roster. I almost, I almost spit water out. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what's going to be sent around. So it, it may not be that Seth Rollins is having an affair. Or that he got sent the picture him, uh, from her, directly her. It could be one of those pictures that's passed around. So I wouldn't... It's not really our place to jump to any conclusion that Seth Rollins was cheating on her. Um, or anything like that. I think that what she did was very wrong. In this, I mean, case, yes. in this case, I would say Seth Rollins is the bigger uh, victim here. Just because, I, just because he had nude leaks. And if, if you want to say who the biggest victim, it might be... The chick from NXT, Zahara. Yeah, I feel bad for her. Yeah, she didn't need... I mean... I I, I wouldn't even place a victim um, out of Seth Rollins and his fiancée because both had... uh, Regardless of fucking cheating, which is what, three three or four? I'm not sure, but... If if cheating did take place, though. But regardless of that, four I don't like putting the term victim on it, though. It makes it... I don't like that... What she did is illegal in most states. Yes, yes. Not most states, but a good amount of them. No, it's not all states. states. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think it's only like 13 or 14 or 15 of them. How not? Yeah, it's just not. It's, uh, what is it? Uh, Revenge porn isn't illegal in every state. No, it's not revenge porn. It could be, what is it, defamation? Um, Well, that's, well, that's illegal. Defamation of character? But how does that defend? Is that what I'm thinking of? I don't see how that is in that, in that sense. Because he, he's, it ruins his entire uh, character, and it is an act that here. Um, uh, I, hate that. I fucking hate that noise. I don't. I don't think it is decreases the- decreases the respect, regard, or confidence in which a person is held, uh, or induces disparaging, hostile, or disagreeable opinions or feelings against um, a person. Yeah, I don't. And really I feel think like that is. I think what she did was illegal. I mean, even if you look at it whichever way you do, what she did was illegal. She but posted that, a that was revenge porn. But even if you do, you leak, you put out a, a naked picture of someone that didn't author, um, authorize you putting that out there. That's illegal uh, on its own. No, so no, I feel isn't. like okay, whatever. Are you a lawyer? It Neither depends on what state. Okay. Um, but overall, I do agree that the bigger victim is that woman in the performance center that was featured in that photo. And hopefully, uh, Seth Rollins and his fiance are able to Don't get fucking past say this. hopefully. Who gives a shit about them? If they want to break up, they break up. Uh, if he wa- If he's, obviously, maybe she was a big fucking bitch that he was ended I mean, up cheating on her. If she's... I mean, maybe yes. she's some crazy I'm, fucking bitch. Who knows? No, I can also knows. see many women and men doing the same thing uh, in revenge. Uh, but overall, it's yeah. Look at it's a, look at Lorraine Bobbitt. Overall, it's a sticky situation for everyone involved, and hopefully, this uh, doesn't um, ruin the chances of Seth Rollins being able to successfully cash in that cha- uh, briefcase. It and definitely, becomes- it's definitely passed. Triple H had the meeting already and spoke about it. Do you think that – but then if he wins, I could see this coming up as a topic on news stations that WWE, the new champion, was featured in this. And especially with it being a publicly sold company, I could it's, feel – I could see it being a it's uh, not, issue. He's, I don't think he's going to be champion for a bit. So 
But do, what about cashing in wise? I don't know. Everything will blow over. I don't think news news sources don't give a shit. They're all about I, Brian Williams these days. No, they already release shit. Daily News released stuff on the Seth Rollins stuff. Who saying what? Um, I don't know. Whatever we know, they released. Right, they had so. an article on. They had an article online about it. So there's no reason so, to go further. Triple H said that as an people, unfortunate incident. Yes. Except now, when Triple H's children Google Seth Rollins, <laughs> so maybe we'll never see him in the Hall of Fame. No, that can be said about it. Sable and all of them too. I mean, <laughs> John Cena. In the, yeah, in John Cena, Shawn Michaels. All no, these with John Cena in that new movie with Amy Schumer, which I'm almost fucking sold on the fact that it's probably a biopic where. John Cena's playing the role of Dolph Ziggler and everything with Bill Hader. She ends up, she wants, like, that's what she wants to happen in real life. Because she wrote the yeah. fucking movie, so. I don't know. It looks very funny, though. Or at least in my mind. I know you don't like her. Some of it looks funny, except for the parts with her. Nah. Like, the, um, when, like in the trailer, when the guy's like, hey, shut your mouth, Mark Wahlberg. He goes, Mark Wahlberg's like 100 pounds. Nah. All right, so that is sports entertainment. That is the Hacker News. And, yeah, let's take a break. Uh, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Ooh, they don't hear me crying. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, ain't doing nothing. Moving along. Moving along. Still got the team right here. We here. Still stay strong. Stronger than ever. We ain't doing nothing. Moving along. Still got the team right here while you left. Still stay stronger than ever. Okay, it's that time of the month again. The rent's late, plus me and my girl are arguing. You know that saying. How's it go? Don't start no shit if you don't want it to be some shit. Yo, that's the realest. Yo, these are hard times, but this is our grind. We gonna stick to the model. You know, rise, grind, shine. I don't take it to the bottle. I don't take it to the nine. I just stand up and defy the odds. And I take mine, keep it funky like the baseline. Yeah, we rockin' out, let's go, A and J, crazy train, no stopping now, that Rocky 3 and 4 shit, kick down the door shit, and run up in the arena, call the whole place to riot, yo, this game is straight tired, well, no more siesta, no more grumbling about who the best out, it's been a long time coming, but my strength brought me glory, picture this is just the beginning of my story, I stayed strong, ain't doing nothing, moving along, still got the team right here, here. Still stay strong, stronger than ever. We ain't doing nothing. Moving along, still got the team right here. Why you left? Still stay stronger than ever. Uh oh. Another check bounce, now I'm steady trying to figure how I'ma pay for this house Gotta go and hit the routes, debating if my girl should start stripping just to feed her child Man, these are hard times, 2014 ain't been better, it's been all lies Resolutions that never came to be, but still I'm taking my destiny and writing in this rhyme book It's funny, I remember the struggle when Jay and I couldn't afford a blunt for the we took Aha, same struggle, new position can't be mad, at least we got a pot to piss in Keep rapping and turn the pot into a mansion Add expansions till the family's in the mansion Won't stop till YLF collects the ransom From these rappers attacking one another Until then, I'll just put one foot in front of the other and move Ain't doing nothing Moving along Still got the team right here Still stay strong Stronger than ever We ain't doing nothing Still got the team right here while you left. 
stronger than ever. You just heard Jimmy Conway. The song is titled Strong, featuring A1. You can go check out his album, Dexter's Lab. You can go check that out at datpiff.com. You can also go follow the gent Jimmy Conway on Twitter, at Jimmy Conway. You can go follow his tag team, South Philly's Finest. You can go follow them on Twitter at SPF underscore wise guys. And if you enjoyed that song, go download the rest of his CD and it is for free. So you cannot beat that. It is worth checking out. And speaking of South yeah. Philly's finest, they were in action. But before we get to that, uh, at WXWC4 this past weekend, uh, the opening match, we saw the Ultimate World Heavyweight Championship on the line. Did, was it on the line? Yeah. Yes, champion Alexander James defeating Jay Freddy. Yeah, Jay Freddy attempted to like take over the uh, the night unless he had some action, and uh, the champion Alexander stepped up to it. Um, you had South Philly's finest in action defeating the A team, so uh, that was a good match. Um, you also had in uh, the. The Diamond Division, the Diamond Division Championship was on the line as it was vacated due to Nia being unable to compete. Jenny Rose picked up the victory over Deanna Perrazzo to become a two-time champion. We also saw the Ultimate Hybrid Championship on the line. Uh, Cinema Steve, Stevie Shields uh, picked up the victory against specialist Mike Valentino by disqualification when Mike Valentino brought a chair into the ring. Yeah, um, that wasn't the end of their altercation. That kind of continued throughout the night because uh, during the main event, you had Lance Anawaii and Afa Jr. defeating the Cam and Connection, Cam Zangani, uh, Zagani, Zagami, geez, and all good Anthony Green uh, in a lumberjack match, which involved Mikey Valentine and Stevie Shields. Valentine rock Lance, uh, Lance Storm, Lance Hanawaii with the chair, blaming it on Steve, uh, Stevie Shields. But the crowd, the C4 Nation crowd, stood on their feet, let them know what happened. And next event, we're going to have a false count anywhere Mikey Valentine versus Stevie Shields. Um, big takeaway is also Samu is making his return to WXWC4 um, as the interim commissioner. So always good to see Samu back in the ring, regardless of uh, him being in action or not. Well, I guess he's not going to be in the ring, really. I mean, yeah, yes, maybe he'll ring, step but... into the ring. Yeah, but um, that's, not, that's not what people say. <laughs> yeah, but you can check out WXWC4 for yourself in Allentown, uh, Allentown Pennsylvania. Uh, Facebook.com slash World Extreme Wrestling C4 and wxwc 4 Dot com. That uh, wasn't all the wrestling news. What else you had? We also had FWE taking place at that Aqueduct race truck. At race track. <laughs> race track. Race truck over in fucking Queens. 
Uh, we saw. Nice, nice to see that we're joined by freight train today. <laughs> the rice track. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> we're here As with he Mark some... Allen. <laughs> Dude, I still can't believe I, I didn't even hear that at the time. To me, it heard like to me it sounded like marking out. He had yeah. an oatmeal cookie in his fucking mouth doing. I was here at the Mark and Allen on that podcast show. Such funny fucking thing. But uh, we saw the juicy product, David Starr and JT Dunn taking on and defeating Bandito Jr. and Trent. Yeah, you also had Jigsaw and Tony Nese teaming up to defeat the Colony. And uh, Johnny Gargano picked up the victory against Brian Myers, the Prince of Queens. You would have thought being in Queens, he would have picked up a victory there. Yeah, that's just a shame. I guess continuing their little feud, Tommy Dreamer and Joey Ryan uh, went at it in a Joey Ryan's rules match. Of course, Joey Ryan picking up the victory was his rules. And uh, also you had going along with Joey Ryan. Yeah, but why is that of course? Well, just because it was his rules match, so I assume that uh, he would stack the cards uh, in his favor. Um, You also had his uh, tag team partner in action, Candice LeRae, defending her FWE women's title against Veda Scott successfully. And I think, was this the main event or? Uh, No. Um, Actually, I think it was. I no. think it was the main event. When was Matt Hardy and... That was before it. Who won that match? Uh, I was going to do that after. Uh, ICW World Heavyweight title was on the line, which is Drew Galloway's championship from uh, ICW overseas. He defended it successfully against Matt Hardy. Um, I'm sure that was a really good match to see. Yeah, and I, I guess this might have been the main event, I think, maybe. That, uh, that's how they had it listed. The FWE. So that closed it. What, that closed it? Uh, the match you were about to read. Oh, so the FWE Triborough Championship was on the line. Paul London champion defeating challenger Matt Seidel, FKA Evan Bourne. For those of you who don't know Matt Seidel is Evan Bourne. Nah, I'm a big fan of these events that FWE puts on. They had like Taylor Hendricks and a bunch of others on the card. Um, you can go check them out at FWEWrestling.com and Facebook.com slash FWEWrestling. Yeah. You also had on the 7th Smash Wrestling uh, Battle Lines took place. You had Drew Gulak defeated Tyson Ducks. Uh, we also we saw Jay... Uh, Jason. Josh Alexander pick up the victory against Sonata. Yeah, so um, and a ton of other good matches taking place at Smash Rush, uh, Wrestling. Uh, you can go check them out at facebook.com slash smash wrestling and smash uh, dash wrestling.com. Jesus. That's insane. Um, smash slash dash. What yeah. is next? Crash, obviously. <laughs> Uh, what do we have? New Japan Pro Wrestling took place. Uh, again, not, yeah, well, again. Yeah, the new new beginning in Osaka. I was going to say in Japan, but that's, of course, where else would it take place? Yeah. But the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship uh, championships were on the line. Young Bucks picking up the victory. New champions defeating the old champions, Red Dragon, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly, as well as the Time Splitters, that being Kushida and Alex Shelley. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised that uh, that they picked up the victory, considering that they pretty much just lost that title. Yeah. So I, I found that was that uh, surprising. I don't know. 
Maybe it's just me. <laughs> um, you also had, uh, let's see here, you had the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, Kenny Omega, defending his title successfully against Taguchi. You also saw six-man tag action with uh, Chaos and uh, Sakuraba defeating the Bullet Club, Bad Luck Fale, Tamatanga, and Takahashi. <laughs> Yeah, I should note that that is actually the Bullet Club's only loss of the night. Um, and it was a non-title match. I mean, they didn't have a title to put on the line. <laughs> but you also had, uh, on the night you had, let's see, Ibushi defeating Hanma. Yeah, and then you had the IWGP tag team titles on the line. That uh, The Bullet Club uh, picking up the victory, winning the championships here. Bullet Club being Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson. Defeating uh, Goto and Shibata. Yeah. So, so um, uh, the Bullet Club really racking up their titles. Just keeping it coming. Uh, IWGP heavyweight champion Hiroshi Tanahashi unsuccessfully uh, defending his title against AJ Styles. AJ Styles is your new IWGP heavyweight champion. Uh, and they battled for over 25 minutes. So a clean sweep in the title scene for... Um, for the Bullet Club. Yeah. So very, very, I guess, surprising. I don't know. I mean, Not really. They, they should have the titles. That's true. They do have a very strong following, and they are a very strong uh, group. So no surprise there, I guess. Yeah. But hopefully, I, I can't really see them holding the titles for too long. Like, I, I kind of see the New Japan rotates their championships pretty, uh, pretty quickly. So Ring of Honor actually just announced that they're going to be at one of their events in Las Vegas where they're going to have pretty much all of uh, um, Bullet Club there. They're going to have Gallows. They're going to have Anderson. Yeah, but when, uh, the f when are they doing the ROH event in New York City? They, I don't think they announced. I think that's going to be May. They, yeah, that's well, when it was around last didn't, time. Didn't New May. Japan? They, they announced that it was a New York City show, didn't they? Yeah, uh, no, they never announced that it was New York City. Oh, they, they just, just said announced, May? Yeah, uh, no, I don't think that they just said May. I think they just said... ROH. What the, yeah, I think they just said what the event was. So maybe that's the Vegas show. Oh. Uh, no, 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 the Vegas show is the Ring of Honor's anniversary show. Yeah, but that still could be New Japan in... Who knows? It could be. It could be. I mean, hopefully it isn't because I would love to get over to see some of these uh, wrestlers from New Japan. And I don't go to Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I I guess we can't really announce it because it's happening. Oh, can we announce this? This happened today. <laughs> but I guess it, like, it happened last night. Um, I guess we might as well. I'm just going to read it really quick. The title changes. New Japan Pro Wrestling, the new beginning in Sunday happened today like probably at what 2 a.m uh jushin lager defended his nwa world junior heavyweight championship successfully against chase owens tenzin defeated rob conway for the nwa world heavyweight championship and then just to note your other title matches Ishii uh, defeated Hanma for the never open weight title and iwgp uh intercontinental champion Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Nagata. Um, it looks like Bullet Club lost. Uh, yeah, Bullet Club lost all of the matches that they were involved in on uh, on this event, but none involving the titles. So 
Keep updated with New Japan. You can go check them out, New Japan, uh, NJPWWorld.com. Get on their little network and stay updated with it. Yeah. Uh, some future events coming up on February the 20th. We have Chaotic Wrestling in Woburn, Massachusetts. We're going to be seeing the CW champ, uh, Donovan Dijak, taking on Warbeard Hansen. Yeah, you're also going to have uh, Cole Cabana versus Chris Sabin. What else? Uh, you have Brian Myers in action, correct? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Brian Myers is announced to be wrestling there. They're bringing in Dennis Stamp. Dennis oh. Stamp. Huh. Isn't I thought that was AIW. Oh, didn't you just say AIW? Mm-mm. Which one did you say? Chaotic. Oh. Awkward. Yeah. So I'm moving right. away from chaotic wrestling. <laughs> no, oh, that's that's why. That was the only match announced. Oh. So I didn't have it on my card. So what was the card again? It's uh, Donovan Dijak taking on Warbeard Hansen. Yeah, defending his championship. I think that's going to be a very good match. Um, both former – well, both winners of the Ring of Honor Prospect Tournament that they've had from this year and last year. Yeah. So should be entertaining. But uh, – Entertain me? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. But in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, as David was talking about, absolute intense wrestling, AIW, I Choo Choo Choose You will be taking place. Real cool fucking title there. I like that title. I don't, I'm not a Simpsons Ralph Wig, so. I'm a fan of this title. I mean, you. it's not like you haven't seen the same thing done with PWG. I'm good with this, uh, with the na- the clever names. It's not clever. There's nothing okay, clever Okay, I know. It's that. taking it from somewhere else, but I'm still fine with it. I, I like it. Taking place in Cleveland, Ohio, though. Uh, <laughs> As uh, if that's a bad thing? What? It sounded like you're like, no, taking place go- in Cleveland, Ohio, though. No, I was going to say, go check out the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if you're there. There you go. Uh, and also check this out. Brian Myers will be taking on Cliff Compton, which I wonder if they... F- if that's like their first time wrestling each, wrestling each other since like 2006, I'm unsure. In Deep South, I'm unsure. Um, oh, as I mentioned before, uh, Cole Cabana will be taking on Chris Sabin. Yeah, we're gonna see the AIW Tag Team Championships on the line in a four way match. Uh, the Forgotten will be defending their titles against Two Infinity and Beyond, the Beaver Boys, and the Batiri. Yeah, they're also going to be bringing in Grotto. Uh, Grado. Grado. Cool Cabana. I don't know. I think it's Grotto. Yeah, Grotto. Grado. I don't what, know. What is it? Um, you cool s- Cabana. You sell? What? Gasuel. What does he say? For What's what? his thing? Cool Cabana, what? I don't know. Oh, come on, dude. You knew this. You no, knew I, this completely. I only know the Cool Cabana. That's all I know. Yeah, but what is what does he no, but you used to say it after. No, I would only say Colt Cabana. I didn't no. say anything else after that. Yeah, you did. 100% never said anything after that. What is it? You sell? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I never said anything like that. You did. No, that's what he says. Moving on from that, we have uh, Saturday, February 21st. Oh, hold on, hold on. They also, they're also bringing in Dennis Stamp. Yeah, I know I mentioned that, that before. Yeah, but for a different event, uh, they're bringing in Dennis Stamp, which is very uh, a very rare appearance. I don't I don't think I've ever seen Dennis Stamp um, booked for a show before, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dennis Stamp is actually booked. So go check out Absolute. Oh, and the Absolute Championship. Uh, 
the absolute championship will be on the line as Tim Dunst defends it against Ricky Shane Page. So go check it out at facebook.com slash AI wrestling and www.aiwrestling.com. Yeah, moving on from that, on February 21st, that's Saturday, at the Rahway Rec Center in Rahway, New Jersey, we're going to be seeing Pro Wrestling Syndicate refuse to lose. Um, how do you want to go about this? We're going to have the PWS Championship on the line. Kevin Matthews looking to capture that title from Falaba. Do you see it happening? I don't. I don't oh. see that happening. Do you? Jeez. Okay. Uh, no, no, I don't have anything. Uh, no, I don't. I see Fala uh, successfully winning that championship. Yeah. Uh, defending that Successful, Yeah. Defending. Retaining. Retaining. Yeah, retaining, yeah. retaining. Retaining. Um, you're also going to be having Jushin Liger versus Colt Cabana. Yeah, it's an international collision there. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny. I didn't even want to read that, but it says that. Uh, we're going to be seeing <laughs> uh, the PWS tag team titles on the line. Handicap Heroes, the newly crowned champions, that being Gregory Iron and Zach Gowan, uh, will be defending their titles against the Reynolds brother, Reynolds brothers. Reality Check, that being Devin Storm and Craven Varro, and Aesthetics Enterprise. Yeah. Um, they also ha- they're going to be continuing with that PWS TV title tournament, uh, still in the first round. You're going to have Starman versus Amazing Red. Yeah, uh, Chris Payne is taking on, oh, let's go with those at least. Uh, Takaki Watabe, Watabe will be taking on Brian Myers. Yeah, and uh, the drunken swashbuckler will be taking on uh, the big deal, Craig Steele. Yeah, you got a tag, uh, tables match, Chris Payne, Eddie Kingston. You got Mario Bokura, Matt McIntosh in action. Uh, appearance, Mick Foley, Jimmy Snuka, Ethan Carter III will be there. Yeah, so go go check it out. Um, it is ProWrestlingSyndicate.com. Yeah, you also got so PJ Black cool. returning to uh, PWS after making his independent, United States independent debut. Yeah. With them. Um, so definitely, de- de- definitely check it out. Go to fucking, yeah. go watch the fucking show. <laughs> go, go, go just fucking watch it. Go, go fucking, go to the show, go meet Jushin Liger, get a picture with him. <laughs> Yeah. When are you going to um, see Jushin Liger in the United States? It's kind of rare. So, um, now on the twenty first, you're going to be see. You can see Pennsylvania Premier Wrestling in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Uh, you're going to see the British Wolf defend his TV, uh, television title against the Goods Travis Dorian, and the champion Lance Anawahi defending against the Line Luca Brazzi, uh, one half of the South Philly's finest. Um, I'm going to apologize to Brandon right now because I just forgot I wanted to pull out these uh, upcoming cards and I didn't send him it. So, But it's for uh, CCW and WSW. WSU. I always do that. They're having a deadly double, uh, deadly double header. It's for the it's CCW's 16, um, an ultraviolet anniversary, and it is WSU 8th anniversary show. So that's going to be taking place in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, real quick, just to run down very quickly, you're going to be seeing the championship on the line for WSU, Lufisto defending, uh, defending against Shanna. You'll see the Juicy Product taking on Chicks Using Nasty tactic, uh, Tactics. 
and a ton more for WSU. Um, you're also going to be seeing on the CCW lineup so far, you're going to be seeing the Beaver, Boy, Beaver Boys and Rex Lawless Silver taking on Team Tremendous and Dick Justice. You're going to have Sozio taking on Joey Janela. That should be a very good match. Matt Tremont taking on Stockade, the Young Bucks, versus Ohio is for Killers for the Tag Team Championship. And for the CCW, tag team, uh, CCW Championship, Black G's defending against Chris Dickinson. So you want to check that out. That's going to be taking place in Philly um, on the 21st. You can go visit czwrestling.com for more information. Um, yeah, good times. And anything else? Uh, what is it? On the 22nd, we have the RPW. Oh, yeah, RPW uh, London Cockpit taking place. Yeah. Um, the British Cruiserweight title is on the line as Willow Speary defends against Rocky Romero coming in, uh, one half of the Forever Hooligans. And the championship RPW British Heavyweight title is on the line as Marty Skrull defends against Doug Williams. So a lot of pro wrestling upcoming. Uh, should be eventful. Yeah, it's all over New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Ohio. Yeah, overseas. Massachusetts, um, England. Everywhere. Yeah. Go to your support your local independent wrestling. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even if the pro pro wrestler that you want to see isn't going to be there, just go support because you never know who you're going to be blown away by. I mean, there's been so many events that me and Brandon have attended that we've uh, really didn't weren't too familiar with people on the card and we walked away being like wow this guy has a lot of talent or this woman has a lot of talent yeah we got to see uh big game smith james uh yeah no we, we got to see a lot of people what's before his, they what's his name now i can't remember uh dempsey oh yeah right bull well, dempsey yeah yeah you never know who you're going to see and where they can and, end and, up and by when when i say big game smith james i mean previous before that he was baby huey wrestling oh, yeah, in a diaper. I, yeah so I wonder, was that just a one-time deal? I don't think so. I think he legit wrestled the indie circuit with that gimmick for a bit. Jeez. Yeah. God, God bless. <laughs> um, do you know any outside of the ring news? I don't. I don't all right. at all. You don't, right? No, sir. So, Dave, allow me to ask you, do you have any shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. Thank you very much to the strong support that we got in our uh, followers and everybody that listens to the podcast. We finally broke 8,000 followers. Very, very proud of that. Very happy that we finally reached our goal. It took so long to accomplish, and we couldn't have done it without all of you. And we truly do appreciate it. So go follow at The Shoot Podcast at... Ryan Davis, K-O-W, at Jobber Nation, at Three Count Thursday. I'm not going to say at anymore. Just assume these are all Twitter handles. The PTE Show, Aideen12, Empire Podcast, ASB5689, Team Awesome 418, Aww. and their uh, Facebook 
Huh? I was going to hut, hut, hike after that. Oh. And uh, their Facebook cha- uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash teamawesome418. Red, uh, Red City Images. John Itham. That is I-T-H-O-M. Wrestling Chronicles. Mer- uh, Mersal Hawks 59. Wes Rama. Weekly Wrestling Podcast at Weekly W Podcast. Angela underscore Maria 95. Learjack 00. MNC Podcast. The Kess 22. Uh, Anthony uh, Romeo 1. Anthony Romeo 1. John Griffin. Disgruntled Dork. Reverse NM Saj. Rob Kimball Brand, NYWC underscore sign guy, Evan Bordner one, and CJ Bambino, NYWC wrestler at Bambino Express. Keep it up with the NYWC. Go follow NYWC referee, ref, Dean Cameron. He is on Twitter, so go follow him at ref, Dean Cameron. Let's help get his uh, followers up there. Also, go follow PWN Podcast, Pro Wrestling Nation. Uh, you can go check that one out. PWNPodcast.podbean.com. And thank you very much once again to everybody that helped us reach this goal. We continue to uh, entertain all of you. And we hope that you stay tuned with us. Um, Brandon, do you have any shout-outs? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout-outs, waka waka. First shout-out goes to iTunes, because uh, they brought back the free singles. They must have been listening to this. Everyone's always listening, but never speaking up. Uh, I don't know how long it's going to last, but they released like nine free songs this week, so hopefully they keep doing that. They figured it would uh, keep you hold you over for the next like two years. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, let's release nine songs. Uh, Fresh Off the Boat gets the next shout-out. It's a new show on ABC. I think it's funny. Uh, definitely go check that out. Oh, yeah. I still have to watch that. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Because it's like... It, it kind of reminds me of the Goldbergs, if anybody watches that. I wasn't a fan of that. <laughs> oh, I liked it. Fuck you. But instead of it being in the 80s, it's the 90s. So it's like Biggie and Tupac and stuff like that. So, uh, And last shout-out goes to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. There you go. What up? I've wanted to go there a lot recently and uh, haven't been there in years. Uh, And I don't know if anybody else finds Amish country boring, but I really liked it. I really have fun there. You know, this is like your go-to shout-out, right? This has to be like the fifth time that you've shouted out something involving Amish people. It definitely seems like it. Because this isn't the first time that we've discussed Amish people. During your shout-outs. I've never once had Amish or Lancaster in one of my shout-outs, ever. Really? Ever. I feel like I've spoken to you a lot about it. I think we might have when we touched on that story that took place in Amish country. Oh, uh, maybe. Recently? Yeah, so. Yeah, so. But uh, now it's time to move on to our... our.
I marked out. For... <laughs> what? Sorry, sorry. Keep going though. <laughs> I, I marked out for. Uh, um, let's see. Walking Dead is back in Gotham. Gotham was awesome this week. They, I thought it was one of my favorite episodes. They had a, I guess, spoiler. Not really a spoiler, but um, everyone should have watched it already. Uh, when Penguin and Riddler finally met, I thought that was ver- done very well. I liked the tease of the circus. Well, not the tease, but they brought up circus, and right away you know what's going to happen with that. Um, and then they have upcoming next week, they tease the Joker. So that's very cool. I still don't, I don't think it's going to be the Joker. I think it's just a way to get people to tune in to watch. Because um, I expect to see Red Hood before we see the uh, actual Joker. So, but it's still very entertaining. My favorite show on television currently. So go watch Gotham. Also marked out for uh, Walking Dead being back on TV. Awesome uh, first episode to come back to. And I, if anybody hasn't seen it, go watch it. So Didn't, didn't, yeah. you, didn't you also mark out at me telling you that the doctor prescribed me a Z-Pack? Why would I do that? I feel I want you to get better. Oh. Take a Z-Pack. I told you to get a Z-Pack. Did you get a Z-Pack? Yeah, the doctor prescribed me one. Good. Take care. What, is it, what does a Z-Pack do, though? I was picturing something different. Bison, 250 milligrams. It's good for you. Just take it. I did take it. Twice on the what, first uh, day and one every day after that. Yeah, obviously. I could follow don't directions, too. Don't drink on it. I'm not going to. I don't drink alcohol. Nah. And that's about it. Yeah, that's our show this week. Episode 210. Very Valentini fucking version of the show. Yeah, Brandon cursed up a storm this episode. Yeah, so did David. I think it noticed. David cursed up a lot, too. Noticed. I'm going to edit in all these curses from David. (laughs) But uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you for submitting questions and comments. Uh, As always, you can follow us on Twitter at MarkItOut, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O, at BTTG161. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash MarkItOut. Um. What else? Have a happy... Uh, keep on. Summer. Now we're going to go on the March to uh, 9,000. Yeah, thanks so, for getting us to 8,000 followers. I guess maybe, yeah, maybe we should go with like 8,025 first or 8,050. Let's get to those and then we'll move on. We're almost near 825. Yeah, so 8, let's, get, let's get to 825. 8,025. Let's get to there. How about it? All right. Thank you very much for everyone who listened. And uh, for those that celebrate this Hallmark holiday, happy Valentine's Day. And if you don't listen to it today, then maybe you got a Valentine's Day chocolate or something in the mail. I don't know if that that exists. I don't know. But I think it's time to say that we wish you the best best of luck in your future endeavors.